Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bad weather coming in around 1 o'clock and then maybe around again 11 o'clock tonight. 60 mile an hour winds, tornadoes possible, maybe some hail. Possibly street flooding. We'll keep you apprised of all of that. Matter of fact, we're going to talk with the National Weather Service in about 15, 20 minutes or so and get you the latest. Right now, it's time for Mark Rosa, who is going to take a look at the week ahead on Wall Street, Monday Morning Markets with Mark, President and CEO, of course, of um, Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good morning, sir. Good. How are you? I'm good. How was the weekend? Weekend was good. It was really, uh, really nice. It took advantage of uh, having some free time, of course, and was on the property, and that's what I like. Good for you. Tell me about the week yes, ahead sir. on Wall Street. Well, Tommy, I tell you, we had some some pushback uh, over the week. The Dow plunged about 300 points when some statements from the Fed they released their minutes of the last meeting, and some of the members were talking about increasing rates. So that was definitely against all of all of the uh, forecasts that going into the spring. I went to the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, their Fed watch, and they're saying it's a 96% chance, 94% chance of no rate increase at the next meeting, which will be 23 days from now mm-hmm. at the end of January. They take February off, must be some Mardi Gras related uh, celebration that the Fed does. Then they're back on in March, wait, wait. which there is, yeah, no, 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 that was a joke. Yes, right. No, <laughs> The Fed's going to put king a float cake. out. You got a big king cake on the middle of the, ta- the giant mahogany table, and they all see who gets the, the beer, table. right? That's it. They take the whole uh, month of February off. This up, you know, even they have to yield for Mardi Gras sure. and a king cake. Absolutely. So then you go into March, and the forecast still is very high. It's a 62 percent chance that we get a cut in rates at the March meeting. And Tommy, not all the uh, listeners may know. You know, Fed minutes used to be like topsy. Only the Defense Department may, I mean, you know, they would they might rile the Defense Department with the, the keeping of their minutes. Mm-hmm. Before the credit crisis, you would get the minutes released five years after the meeting. They wanted to kick it out far enough so by the time anybody would read it, it would basically be useless. So after the credit crisis and all that was going on and all what the Fed was doing, and they got additional power, somebody wrote in that, Meaning it being a law now regulation, they have to publish their minutes three weeks after the after the meeting concludes, so that everybody gets a good taste of what's going on, who's at the table, who voted what, some discussions on 
on whatever they're meeting on. You know, is the Federal Open Market Committee inclined to raise rates or lower rates or what the, what the individual members are voting? And that's where we got this, that some one of the Fed members said, you know, I think we still are not out of the woods, and he would vote for uh, raising rates. And uh, that really sent the Dow down about 300 points, and it's looking like it's, it's going to be down another 100 if it opened right now. So that was bad news. And uh, I'm glad we get that stuff a little bit. It's more transparency by the Fed, and we understand what's happening on a monetary policy standpoint much sooner, obviously, three weeks instead of five years. So uh, that really took, took what last week was. Other than that, we had some construction spending came in a little lower than expected. That's been happening. Construction has been weak. And then Friday, the Friday immediately following the close of the month, we get payroll data. So the employment report was out for December. 170,000 jobs were expected, and we got surprised by 216,000 jobs added into the economy in December. So we had uh, education and health with 74,000 jobs out of that 216. We had leisure and hospitality, another 40. And government added all across uh, uh, federal and state up 52,000 jobs. So the unemployment rate, which was supposed to tick up, had that number come in smaller, it actually ticked down. And it's still at about a 40-year low, maybe more than 40 years, at 3.7 percent, Tom. So the the consumers really, as we know, we talk about it all fall. They really came in heavy. They spent a lot of money. It might be their ultimate demise, something else I'll talk about in a second. But they just they, – they, couldn't stop, and they had a great fall, and then a lot of purchases had gone in to bring GDP to where it was, almost 5%, and uh, keep pushing the economy forward. But it's, I think they know, they mean and the Fed know, that you know everybody's financially strained. I continue to see, I reported this before, continue to see requests for 401k withdrawals, and that's so troublesome. Somebody mm-hmm. has to, I feel like that's a, to say it's a last resort is an understatement that you're not going to borrow against the balance and put money back in, that you see no choice apparently but to take the money out. And that's a permanent w- withdrawal, and you have to pay tax on the money, plus you get an extra 10% penalty. And on top of all that friction that they wanted to add to it to make it a little bit more difficult to take the money out, people are taking the money out. So it's very cumbersome uh, to, to see that. But the, um, th- there's also something that emerged last week from an economic standpoint. It's, it's called phantom debt, and it's hit a record high. And I really wanted to read in more, than, more into that and see what they're talking about. But it's at $17 billion, and it's the buy now, pay later plans. They're at all-time highs. So that was another mechanism. People are saying, I'm going to buy this right now because I want it right now. I'm going to kick those payments out into the future. And uh, maybe the spring will be have a, a brighter future. It'll be a sunnier day as when, when I get to the payments. But um, it, it's it, it's not it's not reported. You know, it doesn't go on credit reports typically, and a lot of times it doesn't get into the mainstream uh, economic reporting process. So it's kind of that's why they call it phantom debt because it's certainly owed. If you want the the, the good or the service or whatever you you're buying now and paying later, um, that's that has brought some worry as it has hit a high. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And the last item we have uh, for, for this week, we have, you know, it seems like it, no sooner you turn around, we've got more inflation data coming up. But the consumer price index is coming up this week. And right after that, the producer price index. And they're expected to both be at 0.2% for the month. Uh, last month, and uh, before somebody says, well, that's trifling or triple, and that doesn't make any difference, that's a monthly number. And what we should do is annualize that or multiply it by 12. So that would be, in both cases, a 2.4% annualized rate of inflation. So these are coming off of the PPI for last month was zero, and the month before that was negative, meaning we're seeing falling prices, at least at the producer producer level, and a little bit of deflation, which is good. A little bit doesn't hurt. Uh, but we're going to see what happens. So that's going to be carefully watched by everybody because if it starts ticking up again, I wouldn't suspect so. But the, um, at least, we, you know, not one data point does a, does a trend make. And I know that, you know, the Fed is sitting on, the, on the, the last inch of their chair watching for this inflation. What would be the reason for it ticking up? Just if uh, we we had one, for instance, on the on the uh, the PPI of, in two months ago when it was negative, they had an unusually large order of airplanes. That must have been you. Yeah, that was. was postponed, and so that dropped out of out of the calculations. That made a big downfall. So you could have some of that coming back in, and that's why time we need to see on on several data points going forward, so you don't see a. You don't see a blip, one large purchase, very large, that it moves the needle a little bit, and then it gives us a false reading on what inflation is actually doing. So, we, you know, that's why they, sometimes they give this year over year. I don't like that because it's, it's going to pick up numbers from last January, the last 12 months, when inflation was obviously higher and, and was coming down uh, at that point. But it overly inflates. Like a year-over-year year picture right now might be, 3.3%, and we say, no, that's way higher than the Fed wants. That's way higher than people want. That's way higher than the economy wants. But that's that year over year. It's pulling in those higher numbers. So we really need to peel the onion, so to speak, when this inflation data comes in 
and I'm sure in about two weeks. And the, the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, not that they don't pay attention to these, but it's that personal consumption expenditure. They have a unique barometer of inflation that they they or fixate on on, and they also get the uh, the other stuff, the CPI and the PPI. We're going to see. Um, I, yeah, I hate to assume here because we all know what happens when you're talking about phantom debt, when you're talking about people borrowing, uh, not borrowing, but taking money out of their 401k to buy things. It just seems like maybe excessive demand is driving the inflation and people are just spending too Ooh. much or am I making stuff up Ooh. in my head? No, I, th- I think those purchases, certainly. We've, we've talked repeatedly about how prices have gone up. I mean, simple restaurant visits. You know, you and I could go to a restaurant, each have a salad, and it's damn near $50. Right. And that's where that has gone. Because I think some of the inputs we've talked about as well, Some it, it's not, you know, no matter how, how we're measuring inflation or what gauge is out there, and other people are doing it and reporting it to us. But, you know, it, it's some of those inputs that, that really hurt the restaurants harder, harder because the, the ingredients they use to prepare the food and get the what they need, that went up far higher than the average rate of inflation. So, I mean, remember, you and I were saying, like, eggs went up 30% or something. So you go to IHOP for an omelet, and you're seeing a price that you, you know, you're not used to, and that's where that came from. Their input costs had gone up so severely versus something else that might not have moved as much. But, uh, yes, I mean, people driving in and, and uh, spending the money, and unfortunately spending the money they don't have, if you're going into 401K balances, that is – as far as I'm concerned, that's money that you don't have in your hand. That's for your retirement. And, you know, paying routine expenses with that, that's troublesome. Mark, very valuable information, troubling sure. somewhat, but we'll Pleasure. have to see how it yep. plays out, right? That's, that's it. We'll do week for week. Do the best we can over here. And we'll talk to you Friday when we help you manage your money with Mark. Thank you, sir. Mark Rosa, Perfect. President. Thank you, sir. Have a good week. President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, 754 Six to eight, that's time for traffic on WWL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 